as we have discussed Gilmore Girls in some previous episodes, <laughs> big news has happened in the Gilmore world since then in that the four four part continuation Netflix version came out. So we discussed we it a little both bit. Watched it. Yes. Yeah, we finally both watched it. <clears throat> Olivia. <laughs> I had to wait for my mom, okay? <laughs> so if you want to listen to our Gilmore Girls discussion, continue listening. And you don't have to, but you should. <laughs> Anything else to say? Um, no. <laughs> I thought that something interesting would have come out of my mouth right there, but nothing good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> cool. Gilmore Girls. Oh, you finally finished? Yeah, oh. I watched it when my parents were here. Finally! What did you think? Um, I mean, I cried like a thousand times in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we all had bets going of who could, who like knew what the last four words were gonna be. Oh, because you had known uh, last four words. Yeah. I did not expect those to be them until that final episode. Mm. And then I was like, I, this, I know where this is going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but then you were trying to figure out, like, four words. How is she going to say it in four words until you right. realize it's a conversation? Right. I've been hating how they're referring to it as four words. I feel like it's only two words. I know, I know. It's funny, though, because even after the episode ended, my mom and I were like, I am pregnant. I'm pregnant. That's, like, two words. And then we were like, oh. Yeah. It's the four between them. Um yeah. I mean, I liked it because I love Gilmore Girls. Right. I'm hoping that this means that there's going to be more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be so pissed if it's not Jess's baby. <laughs> it's not Jess's baby. She didn't even have sex with Jess. Well, someone in the comments when I was reading them was <laughs> like, the way that he was looking at her could have been a sign when he was like, no, it's definitely over. They tried again. No, dude, it's like Logan's baby because Logan is Christopher, which is why she went to Christopher and had that conversation and why Jess was looking at her through the window like Luke. I know. (laughs) I know it's Logan's. I almost, I kind of, okay, so as much as I love the Gilmore Girls, and I did enjoy much of the redo, the four, or the, yeah, four, or four episodes, I almost feel like I I don't know if I want there to be a series because I feel like the series would just be like the same story again. I don't know if I want there to be a series, but I could deal with like a movie. Yeah. Like a Netflix movie mm-hmm. that just like ends that story. Yeah. But yeah. you can't end it with mom, what, I'm pregnant. But I feel like it's perfect because it's basically saying like, okay, the cycle begins again. Right. Which is actually really depressing. I know. It's like... <laughs> well, I also, like, that's... I want to hear Lorelai's... Response. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, she's older. She's yeah. 32. Yeah. But she doesn't have a job. She's not in a committed relationship, which I don't think that that is necessary to have a kid. But, like, yeah. you don't have either of those things. You, you're not living anywhere. Yeah. Like, Lorelai can't be stoked. You know. That's true. I feel like, okay, so about Rory, like, some people are in the camp where they're like, Rory sucks, and other people are in the camp where they're like, this is realistic. I feel like Rory began the series as, like, 
very relatable, but as she started taking on more of her privilege, even in the original series, I feel like she started sucking. Like, she was selfish, and she was, like, she was kind of, like, unquestioningly, like, taking advantage of all of that privilege. And I think that, like, this just extended that to its logical conclusion, which is a full-ass grown woman who, like, doesn't actually write at all in the series. Like, you don't see her writing a single thing until she starts writing the Gilmore Girls. Traveling back and forth from London to Stars Hollow to New York. Right. Very upset when nothing is working out. So I felt like it was just, like, that was her logical, like, quarter-life crisis of the character that already was existing in the original series. I I agree, because I think that Rory did totally start sucking. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially, like, as I rewatched it when I was older, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, do you not realize how privileged and annoying you are right now? Yeah. Um, And I do think that continued. I... Yeah, I mean, she kind of bothered me in this series, too. Mm -hmm. She uh, was, I think, a little bit less annoying because I think I could see it being a quarter-life crisis, you know? Yeah. And, like, um, I guess that was just more relatable than someone just, like, I don't know. I think we've talked about that couch scene with Mm -hmm. the guys moving in the couch for her, and she's like, oh, it should be unlocked. Yes. That's something that's unrelatable and just like a dick move and like you know just stupid but like this I can see her like having a breakdown Mm -hmm. because she's 32 everything's ended for her you know whatever um but no I guess that's it I think that she's annoying but I really want to know what happens and mostly like I just want to know Lorelai's response yeah to it yeah I was really happy with Luke and Lorelai because Rewatching the series in the last few months when I like decided that I was gonna rewatch everything, um, I became way less interested in Rory's love life drama and became way yeah. more interested in Lorelai's love life drama. I guess that's what being closer to 30 than 20 does to you. Right. <laughs> um, so like I was so happy to see that they were together and you know the whole like conversation of like love or marriage. <sighs> I don't know. Like, I feel like on the one hand, it kind of bothers me in in that it's like, why does marriage have to be, like, still this thing that they are, like, I don't know, that, why couldn't they just be, like, radical? But at the same time, also, I'm like, okay, I'm at that exact point in my life where I'm, like, wrestling with those things myself. So I felt like it was super relatable in the whole, like, you know, decision of, her, of them, I guess, on their own yeah. individually to, like, decide whether or not marriage was right for them. And I actually, I chose to, I think I specifically chose to look at it under this impression of, like, okay, well, her father just died. Exactly. So she's worried about that commitment level and what that means. Like, you know, if one of them were to die and they weren't married. Right. Um, and also, like, I think that they're both, sort of flighty people when it comes to relationships mm-hmm. and but they've been together for the past how many years I think they said nine years nine. yeah so yeah totally like I don't think that what do you obviously their relationship was not going to end so quickly right but I think that like those two things together the fact that they have a history of being flighty with mm-hmm. not just their relationship but other relationships right and then 
her father dying. And I feel like it was the perfect opportunity for Luke to, like, actually verbalize his feelings. Like, that moment was, oh, like, loved it. Yeah. But also, it's like, he would never say those things unless he felt that there was, like, a threat to his relationship with her. Because he's not a demonstrative, talkative person. Right. Yeah, no, and I think it was necessary for them. Mm -hmm. But I agree. I was like, oh, don't get married just to, like, have that word be said in this show, you know? Yeah. Don't do this just to make most viewers happy. Like, you guys were doing fine. Yeah. Not married, but... I also was really interested in Emily. Like, I thought that she was, like, her growth and, like, her experience was so... I guess this made me feel like the Gilmore Girls is not just Lorelai and Rory. It's, like, all right. three of them, which I know is the point. It's not just me being like, hey, I have this amazing idea. <laughs> this amazing thought. But it was, like, very apparent. Right. But the whole Berta thing was driving me crazy. <laughs> like, I could not handle that joke. Kind of like the Paul joke. I also couldn't really handle the Paul joke. Really? Okay, yeah. so let me tell you my story about the Paul joke. Okay. There's this guy, and he's very nice, mm-hmm. and he added us all on Facebook. But literally every time we see him or his name pops up on Facebook, all of us don't know who he is. And it's so bad. And, like, we just never remember our conversations with him. One drink or no drink. But, so we, I just had told my parents yeah. this whole thing, and then we watched the first episode. Okay, and- And that's where I think it was a funny gag, the first episode. But when it continued, I was like, it's getting old. I get it. Paul is not memorable. But I just was like, okay, you have to end the joke at some point. (laughs) Yeah. I started feeling bad for him at the end. But I don't know. I think just because I'm in that moment with someone, I really thought it was funny. Okay, one more thought about Logan. I loved when he came with the rest of the Life and Death Brigade. Oh my god, are you kidding me? I hated that so much. I knew you would. Oh my god. I knew you would, but here's why. Okay. Because I realized, while it's all based in his privilege, he does help Rory break out of her shell. Yes. And they have a lot of fun together. And while I think that Jess is like more her intellectual equivalent. Yes. Dean, I think, is a big baby and never deserves to be in the show ever. Um, I know Dean's like, I'm sexy. I have a wife. I have kids. I shop at the same grocery store still. <laughs> right. Um, I think that Logan, like, is good for her, men- like, her <clears throat> in, like, um, uh, what am I trying to say? They are also on the same intellectual level. Right. But... He breaks her out of her shell and he makes her have fun. And while it is based in his privilege, I think that that's something that's very special between them. I, okay, I'm not team anybody, but I think the most logical person for her to be with is Logan. Yeah. Because unlike Lorelai, who was like, fuck the wealth, fuck this yeah. world, Rory was like, I'm in, I'm, I'm down, let's go with it. And yeah. Falls for, like, one of the guys who is, like, the perfect example of that world. Right. And I think that Rory makes sense with Logan. I think that the whole Odette thing, like, obviously he, for whatever reason, feels, like, the necessity to be engaged to her. And 
obviously Rory and him, for whatever reason, feel like they can't be together. But, like, I think that the logical conclusion would be for her to be with him. Yeah, I do too at this point. My dad was saying that he thinks it's Logan afraid to leave the woman that said yes to him for the woman that said no to him. Mm, that makes sense. So she, the, it did end with her yeah. turning him down. Yeah. Well, I feel like Rory's no to Logan is, like, her, that's, like, she, as much as she embraces this world, I feel like that's her being, like, but no, but no. Yeah. But I don't think that really makes sense for, like, her character and who she is. I think there was still a part of Rory that wanted to be an independent, like, strong woman at that point, that it did, like, I would have actually been surprised if she said yes. I'm not saying that it didn't make sense in the narrative. I'm saying that it doesn't make sense in, like, the long-term growth of her character. Oh, okay. Like, I'm saying that, like, in my imagination later on down the line. Yeah. She would eventually, it would make sense, not necessary, but it would make sense for her to be like, all right, you know? Yeah. I think that they'll end up together. But then that doesn't sort of continue the whole like cyclical nature of the whole Jess, Luke, Christopher, right. Logan archetype. Well, maybe that's where it ends. Maybe. I did not like the Life and Death Brigade part. I thought it was annoying and weird and the tone was so different. I knew you were gonna like it. <laughs> I knew that as soon as I was like, okay, I'm gonna bring this up, I knew it was gonna be a controversial subject. <laughs> Controversy. <laughs> Why didn't you like it? Um, I I felt like the tone was off. I felt like when they hung out with the Life and Death Brigade in the past, it was all like it started out as like the secret and she's like, Who are these people in the gorilla mask? But it wasn't like I read somewhere online where they were saying like Amy Sherman Palladino, like, originally wrote that scene back when she intended to finish the series back with the, what is it, seventh, um, seventh season. And that was, like, when Across the Universe came out. And that right. sort of, like, music video-esque, like, ethereal thing was big and that that was kind of, like, an influence. And that it seemed like now it just got smushed into a project that didn't have the room for it. And yeah. I read that after I saw it, after I felt like, where did this come from? It's out of nowhere. And then when I read that, I was like, oh, maybe that explains why it feels like it's from out of nowhere to me. I don't know. Yeah. The tone just seemed so different and weird. I guess so. But, like, I don't know. I love, <clears throat> like, her going into her office mm-hmm. with Peter just saying, get ready. Mm-hmm. I knew instantly what was going to happen. Because mm-hmm. he used to talk to her through that computer when he would, like, get her to come to Life and Desperate Date events. Right. And then the crow, and I was like, oh, my God. I was just, like, really – also, I have a weakness for, like, Somnian dance and <laughs> TV shows. Okay. But, uh, what did you think about the musical? Oh, my God. <clears throat> I mean – <laughs> what did I think about the musical in the sense of like did I think it was good or bad or what do I think about the musical being a part of the show I don't know all of it <laughs> I mean I think it was comically terrible <laughs> um I the thing okay the thing about watching the series was that <coughs> I had to keep remembering that each episode was an entire season mm-hmm and so, yeah. 
like it kept kind of throwing me off because if you look at it in like a maybe this is a couple of days, I think right. that that uh, musical was really weird yeah. and an unnecessary part of that like that episode. Right. But if you look at it that this is like three, four months, it was a little different to me. I don't know. I thought like after we watched that, I kept walking up to my parents and like going like this at them. <laughs> because <laughs> I just like it was so stupid I really liked the concept of the musical I really like how it was a part of Stars Hollow and it was like like the hay maze or the, the yeah it was like a perfect example of why Stars Hollow is both wonderful and ridiculous yeah um but I felt like the actual like I I felt like they could have shown like excerpts from each of the songs instead of like the entirety of all of the songs I guess that's Like, true. a montage would have been perfect for me, because I sat there watching it like, what the fuck? I guess that's a good point. A montage would have been just fine. And it, they could have had all of the ridiculous moments, but, like, they did the whole song. Right, right. <laughs> Which was hilarious and bizarre on its own, and the first time I watched it, I was kind of just like, what? Yeah. Also, I watched yeah. the season, or I watched the four... Two times. Once all by myself and once with Michael. And I had different experiences. I'm watching it right now. Uh Uh-huh. I started last night by myself. I watched the first two episodes. (laughs) Like, Um, I watched... When I watched it by myself, the part where Lorelai comes back and hears the additional song, the one that's like, it's never or no, you know? Oh, yeah. I, like, fucking cry. (laughs) Like, I don't know why, but it made me very emotional. I was like, this is this is what Lorelai needs. This is so important. And then when I watched it with Michael, I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, during the first seconds of the show, when they were doing all the old clips uh-huh. of talking. Oh, yeah, like that sort of ghost. I smell snow. Yeah. I was like, Falling. <laughs> I already couldn't handle it. Like, like my whole childhood coming back. Uh. I kind of felt like their first interaction was super stilted. I felt like the timing wasn't right. Like it seemed yeah. super weird. And like I didn't know if that was supposed to be that way, but I was a little bit nervous. But then everything got going and I was like, okay, okay, good. Yeah. I felt the same way. I also I actually didn't like her phone call to her mom, mm-hmm. where she told the story uh-huh. of her dad, because it sounded like she was reading a book. Yeah. Like, the words that, I don't, I, I haven't gotten to that episode yet, but, uh-huh. like, some of the phrases that she was saying, it's not how someone would talk. Mm. It's a way that you would write something down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or you would talk if you're having, like, a very formal conversation, right. not, like, a bawling confessional yeah to your mother yeah. you know like yeah. it felt so awkward to me because like I said I need to watch it again I don't remember all the phrases but there's just a few times where I was like oh I totally so cried natural. during that whole time so I probably wasn't even fully listening to the words because <laughs> I was just like crying <laughs> <laughs> yeah I didn't cry I, for the last ones I think I only cried in the first episode well, okay, I also noticed and noted that Amy wrote and was in charge of the first and last, and yeah. David was the middle ones, and I liked the first and last better. 
yeah, I think I did too. I have to watch the last two again, but I mean, I loved the first one. Yeah. The first one, it was also like, I was cracking up mm-hmm. like every few seconds in that first one. Well, also because it was kind of like that episode or that one was totally for the fans. Like, right. it was all about like, hey, look, it's here. Look at there. Oh, and also, right. can I just say that like Kirk... I felt like this was his series. Man, yeah. like, I just felt like Kirk was so, like, he just came into his own. I was just, like, yeah. so, in, even before the whole wedding thing, he was cracking yeah. me the fuck out with, like, Uber and, like, I don't know. He was just, like, I thought that Kirk was amazing. <laughs> yeah. I love Kirk. He's always been one of my favorites. I mean, uh, I go through phases where sometimes I think he's hilarious and sometimes I'm like, oh, shut up, Kirk. But, like, <laughs> I loved him so much. Yeah, I totally love him. I loved him in this release. I also thought it was so funny that Lorelai was like, oh, Babette overheard him and uh, Lulu <laughs> talking about wanting to have a kid, so the whole town pitched in. Got him. That's the pig. Mm-hmm. That was perfect. Oh, um, yeah, I thought the whole Uber thing was hilarious. Mm-hmm. How did a whole mute? You'd call my mom and she calls me and I find a car. <laughs> or like when he's driving Rory in Paris and that lady's like, I've been waiting here for 20 minutes. And he's like, that's what you get for leaving a four-star review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it's so good. It was really it's funny. funny. Um, I was very unhappy with the Suki part. Oh, yeah. That was weird. But... Did you hear the whole drama with her about the series? She wasn't going to appear in it at first, right? Yeah, well, apparently her, um, what are they called? Agent? Publicist? Yeah. Said no for her. Oh. Even hear, like, That's hear weird. She got offered. Mm-hmm. Agent just turned it down on her behalf, and then she did this interview, and they're like, why aren't you going to be on the new Gilmore Girls? And she was like, oh, well, they didn't ask me to come back. And then, like, Amy or someone reached out, and they're like, no, we did. You said no. Oh, that's weird. So I think weird. at that point, mm-hmm. they already started recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so she could only be in one episode. But, like... I felt very confused, because in the early episodes, they were like, she's living in a farm. And I yeah. was like, what? Should she leave her family? Like, is Suki going through, like, a quarter-life, midlife crisis? Yeah. Like, they made it sound like she was living with a cult on a farm or something. Which, then I thought that she was going to be involved with the cult that Liz and TJ get involved Right. With. That would have like, made perfect sense. But then yeah. she was there, and it turns out she had just been, like, there, but not there? Yeah. But it had been, like, three years or something, <sighs> they were saying. I don't know. It was confusing. Um, and I just didn't think that she fully became Suki again. She seemed, like, super depressed in the whole episode. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Also, I thought the whole, like, celebrity chefs coming through was funny, but it didn't really make sense. Yeah, I agree. Like, I didn't... Uh, also, Rachel Ray's a horrible actor. Why would you have her have those speaking parts? Like, she was horrible. I think I was trying to figure that out and I think that they make a lot of jokes about her mm. in the series mm-hmm. I guess so and yeah I, that's why but she's a horrible actor oh totally she was hateful <laughs> um I'm glad that they fu- decided to fully go with Michelle's gay oh yeah thank god because that I feel like was always up in the air during the series well I felt like it was always like too early in 
in like our social consciousness for him to be out as gay like this isn't right. will and grace but it was like <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make it like apparent in right our early 2000s way yeah yeah i was so glad one that i didn't catch on to was when they were trying to do the pride parade mm-hmm. and um, oh uh taylor and taylor like being gay and I didn't even get it during the episode and I was like I don't understand like I said something my parents were like Taylor's gay and I was like no he's not and they're like yeah Taylor's definitely gay and that's like part of why this is funny because everyone's waiting for him to tell them that cracked me up because everybody's like are you sure we don't have any more gay people who could be in the parade are you sure and Taylor was like huh nope nope that's everybody <laughs> I like, too, that, oh, my God, what's his name? Something from Woodbury. Oh, uh, yes, 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 yes. The, uh, his, like, his corollary in Woodbury, yeah. They, they, they like, called Woodbury and other surrounding towns to see if they could loan them any gigs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. It was, like, perfectly offensive in that star's hollow, like, clueless way. Like, we're being inclusive. Right. <laughs> Send us your gaze. Yeah. The secret bar I thought was hilarious. The what? Oh, the secret bar was great. That was hilarious. See, I felt like that was the perfect amount of, like, Stars Hollow magical sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas the Life and Death Brigade was, like, confusing magical to me. The Life and Death Brigade, it was over the top (laughs) and ridiculous. Yeah. But it was, like, supposed to also be their farewell right like they weren't gonna see each other again and then that meant that like she couldn't see her friends ever again well and it was a whole like she says goodbye to them as like dorothy does at the end of the wizard of oz and so it's like the fantasy is done yeah which i guess she already knows she's pregnant does she already know she's pregnant there i don't think so because she's drinking oh that's true she's drinking hmm interesting yeah, I think she finds out right after. I think that maybe that's when she gets pregnant. Mm-hmm. Well, she decides to say no to the house. Yeah. I mean, that's insulting. I just feel like that offer from Logan was insulting. It is, but it's also so Logan, which yes. is why I have problems with him sometimes. Yeah, no, I totally... He would not be my friend in real life. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was... Very insulting. I was very happy that Paris was, like, such a badass and making so much money. Oh, and the scene when they go back to Chilton and she fucking, like, stomps the door closed was the shit. I loved it. As soon as you said Paris, I had that image in my mind of her just... I need that gif and I just need to, like, send it at least once a day. Yeah. Oh, my God. amazing. And then um, the headmaster needing to do, like, Paris postmortem. Oh my god. Yes. Yes. It's like bringing in all the girls who were in Paris' session. Oh, that was so funny. (laughs) Oh my god. She's amazing. Yeah. No, she's the best. Yeah. She's the best. I liked too when Lorelai and Moot were at her office and like every time she mentioned Lorelai, their relationship gets closer and closer. (laughs) She was like the a second mom to me, you know? I just, I knew I had to do this with her. And then, like, the next time she was like, she was the only mom I ever had. I know. And that was great, too, where, you know, Paris is, like, in fucking tense. And, like, that's just, like, the scariest thing for Luke, obviously. Like, throughout the series, he's always, like, freaked out by Paris, you know? Yeah. 
Oh my god. I feel like okay, so when I watched the original series or when I watched the the reboot, <clears throat> like in the first scene when Rory goes into Dosies to like try to get phone reception. There's like one black guy who's like in line and I was like, "Yay!" Like there's more diversity in Stars Hollow. But then still throughout the series, I mean like Paris's assistant like the, fires. yeah she fires like one of the only people of color with like a line who isn't like a normal like uh already established character she's like fired <laughs> you know yep. I still feel like there was a serious issue in terms of diversity and like the way that they're portraying those characters totally I totally agree there were more people of color in the background that's true but that's like almost more insulting no totally that's what I mean like <laughs> There were still no, like, I noticed, I was like, oh, look, there's more people walking past. Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, let's get some, yeah, okay, cool, we're good. For the one guy who auditions for the play. Yeah, exactly. And they love him. Oh my gosh, Miss Patty looked so different. I know. So scary. I know. I was, watched a little clip with them, and she was, like, joking about it the whole time. She was like, oh, yeah, that was before my face fell. I was like, oh my god. (laughs) I mean, she definitely started losing weight during the series. Mm -hmm. Oh, Yeah, that was, like, different. Yeah, super different. It happens. Yeah, totally. I mean, I don't even know how old they are. Oh, my God, I was, like, so sad with how um, Zach looked so scary. (laughs) (laughs) I was watching, the second time I watched it with Michael, when it got to the scene where they go to... um, Lane and Zach's house, you know, when she brings Paris and they, like, yeah. he's, like, taking off his work clothes. He's like, I gotta be me. Michael the whole time was like, wait, wait, is this a joke? Is that him? <laughs> is this real? What's going on? And I was like, no, he just looks horrible. <laughs> I know. When he appeared on screen, I think both my mom and dad went, whoa. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were commenting the whole time about how people that were older <laughs> in the series look the same now. Yeah. But everyone else looked so much older. Yeah. And um, then we were joking, like, because Lane walked on the street, and we were like, oh, well, she looks the same. Because my dad used to joke, there was, like, one point during the series that they switched actresses. <laughs> he was, like, convinced that Lane is a different actress halfway through. What? And so he was like, oh, look, they brought back original Lane, and she looks the same. <laughs> Well, the funny thing about Lane is that she was, like, in her late 20s when they started the series. So she's already really old in comparison. Because, like, Rory or whatever, Alexis Bledel was actually pretty close in age to, like, Rory. Yeah, she was, like, 19 or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so we're like, oh, yeah, she looks the same, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then Zach comes on to my head, like, whoa. Oh, my God. He looks so bad. I was, like, so sad. Yeah. Have you seen the pictures? There was, like, promotional photos um, Caitlin sent them to me. Those are plugs, like hair plugs on Luke. Oh. Yeah, he's like totally bald. Oh. And there was like one set of photos, I'll have to find them. And it looks so bad. Ooh. It looks terrible. The plugs look bad or the baldness? The plugs. Oh, like they're visible? Like it's like thick and dark brown here and then like his normal hair here oh my god they're not poor like why i know why not do a good job i know well and he clearly they clearly only did it for the series yeah 
Because then I watched a couple interviews with him. He's wearing a hat all the time because, like, he can't show. Oh, my God. He's, like, actually balding there. Well, I always figured that part of the reason Luke wore his hat all the time was that he was thinning on top. Yeah. Like, you saw it a few times, like, when he, like, wore his, like, leather jacket and went out with the Gilmores and stuff. But, (laughs) like, why couldn't they just let him be bald? I don't know. Like, it's been years. I'll send you these photos because oh literally Caitlin sent them to me and she's like, oh my god. Oh no. Uh, really bad. Oh my god. <laughs> I felt like Emily <laughs> looked so beautiful to me. Wait, who? Emily. Oh yeah. I don't know, well, like I was just like so she's, skinny. Well, she is skinny, but I felt like her face, the way they did her makeup, she just looked like a fucking glamour queen. And I was yep. just like, oh my god, she looks so beautiful. And, um, yeah, she looked so beautiful, and her <laughs> outfits were amazing. All the little, like, pantsuits that she was wearing. Oh, my God, the Marie Kondo part. I died. <laughs> I thought of you. <laughs> oh, my God, I died. I was like, oh, my God. And she's wearing, like, Lorelai's old clothes. <laughs> so good. That was hilarious. So Back to the Berta thing. I think, like, the message oh, yeah. that was supposed to be, like, through that whole narrative is like, oh, you know, Emily finally has a maid that she doesn't hate who's right. like doesn't really put up with her, also yeah. takes care of her kind of, but also thinks that she's inept. Like Berta on a multiple occasions is like this woman can't even like make a bowl of soup. Like she doesn't have <laughs> any skills. Like she's impossible. Which I think that's like cool. But I was yeah. just like so offended by the whole like I don't even know what she's saying I had somebody whose like daughters from the UN come by and she couldn't even figure out what she's saying and I was just like what like yeah why couldn't it just be that Emily is like too lazy to learn Spanish well what language was she speaking she wasn't speaking Spanish all the time I think I think I read somewhere online that she was like speaking some kind of like dialect of like Oaxacan Mexican Spanish oh okay but like whatever like if it's I just felt like it was so weird it couldn't just be like Emily doesn't want to learn Spanish because like that's her character like she wouldn't learn Spanish or she'd learn like the most she wouldn't actually she wouldn't learn Spanish but instead it's got to be like I don't know I was just like kind of like ah, it gave me like cringiness I was just like oh no it didn't give me, like, a cringiness, but I think maybe just because I wasn't, I was just like, oh, why is this part of it? Yeah. You know, like, whenever, like, that conversation was happening, I was just like, okay, like, like let's move on. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's, like, not great. I just was, like, not well, like, to listen to it. The end where it was, like, Emily is taking care of these kids now, like, at her new, like, summer home, which is now her permanent home. She's, like, putting the blanket over them. It's like, forgive yeah. her for her... <laughs> For her trespasses. Forgive her for all these years. And I'm like, you know what? I love Emily. I really do. But, like, no. This isn't yeah. going to, like, wipe away, like, her rampant racism and shit. No, totally. You're totally right. Um, Something else about that. Oh, that was totally... Um, Gypsy. Gypsy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Shoot. Oh, yeah, here. Which also was, like, kind of funny, but also kind of like, what? You can't get a new actor? I was trying to figure out if they were trying to be funny with, like, if that was, like... Well, I read somewhere online that, like, they were getting people to read for the part of Berta, and then Gypsy did, and they were like, this is perfect, we just want you to do it. Or the, you know, the actress, the actor who plays Berta, or Gypsy, read for Berta, and they were like, no, it's perfect. 
Oh, okay. Which is like, you know, cool. I get it. It's kind of like an in. It's like a little bit of an Easter egg. But also, it's kind of like, you could get another actor. Yeah. I just sent it to you. Oh, okay. I was like, somebody texted me. There's full, like, I'll have to find the link, but that's the one that Caitlin sent me. Let me look at it. The Gilmore Bunch. Oh, wait. Let me zoom. Oh, wow. His hair looks fake. Yeah. It looks bad. Why do they have Dean on this? What? Why do they have Dean on this? I think it's supposed to be all the boyfriends. Oh, like, I see, I like, see. Because <laughs> his part is like two minutes. I know. I mean, he looks fine. He totally looks good. He looks better, I guess. No, he looks hot. He looks like there's something about him that reminds me of my friend Garrett. Oh. <laughs> and I'm just like, ugh. Okay, like, well, I don't have anybody like- who he reminds me of. Yeah, he's got like a sort of intense forehead. I agree. Yeah. But he looks fucking fine. Yeah. I feel like Jess, why the mustache? Why the mustache? The mustache well, does nothing for me. So I was wondering, I think it's filming at the same time that he was doing This, this Is, is us. us. Yeah. And I was wondering if he just didn't want to change it. Maybe, anything. yeah. Logan looked hot. Really Logan hot. did, I know. I feel I, like Logan of the three looks the hottest in his age. I love Jess still. But he has the fucking mustache. I don't mind. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to somebody. Who was I talking to? Somebody oh, I think it was Aubrey was saying that he looked like super beefed up in the Gilmore girls, like Jess did. Yeah. <laughs> like he was yeah. kind of just like no neck, like <laughs> That's true. I know. My dad was like, why do they all have muscles now? <laughs> like, we come back and all the boyfriends are like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get ring. <laughs> Let's get drinking, too.